It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You, and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. This is a world of possibilities. A world in which people who put their minds to something can really make a difference. My goal is to help the environment. Someday I'll find a cure for cancer. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we believe that aspiring minds can achieve anything. So we dedicate ourselves to making sure everyone has an opportunity to go to college. Each year, we provide more than $150 billion in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about Money for College at studentaid.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and welcome to Gina Gardner and Friends. And I have a lady who I have the most incredible respect for, Masami Sato. You've heard me talk about B1G1, Buy One, Give One on every single show. And here I have the lady who started it all. I am humbled to be in her presence and I'm absolutely thrilled that she's joining me on the programme. Masami, thank you so much for coming. Oh, Gina, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Uh, Before we get started, tell your story and how you came to start B1G1. Well, <laughs> that can be a really you know long story, but um, I will give you a short version. Okay. So, um, <laughs> well, um, my name is Masami. It comes from Japan. So I was born in Japan and grew up in Japan. And in my youth, I had the opportunity to travel around the world. And during that time, when I was connecting with people around the world, I um, had a dilemma uh, about what was happening. One was that there were lots of people in the world who had so little. You know, they were uh, struggling and not even having access to basic resources like clean water or simple basic education. And on the other hand, um, there are lots of people uh, who had more in the world too. But then um, many of those people were not feeling totally fulfilled even though they had material wealth. So I had a question (laughs) about this. And then uh, many years later, when I became a mother um, for the first time, having my own child, I finally realized that even though what was happening in the world was uh, so big and I didn't have a power to change what was happening, but I just wanted to do something. So I became an entrepreneur and started my very first business, which was food business. Because for me, you know, food was the way for me to connect with people when I even couldn't speak the language when I was traveling. So as a food business owner, I ventured into business, you know, quite prematurely, like with lots of idealism. I wanted my company to grow, to um, create 
success and profit so that we could give. And one day I thought we could perhaps help build a foundation and, you know, create a soup kitchen and help feed and educate the children, especially street children. You know, when I was traveling, I, I connected with a lot of the street kids. So that was how I went into entrepreneurship. And about five years later, why my company at that time was um, distributing um, whole, wholesale frozen meals to more than 150 stores. Um, and, you know, it, we, I was working so hard um, trying to make money too, because one day I was thinking that I wanted to give and then to make a difference. But I realized that for a business owner like me, um, giving and making a difference wasn't so easy. Every day we were so busy, right? So one day this simple idea came to me. And then I thought, you know, what if instead of trying to do something big in the future, what if we did something small, but did it every day? And then we implemented the idea of buy one, give one, that every meal we sold, we um, allocated a small portion of proceed to help provide a meal and then also access to education to children. So um, then eventually, about seven months later, I realized that this idea could be really game-changing changing because there are so many business people and the businesses around the world. Probably, you know, those businesses wanted to make a difference too, but maybe they didn't know how to and how to actually, you know, integrate something like impact for giving activities in business. So at that time, I sold my food company back then in Australia and then moved to Singapore to start B1G1 as a global giving initiative. And today we work with thousands of businesses that embed giving in what they do, just like you, Gina, um, through every business action. And then together, those businesses have created more than 290 million giving impacts, you know, planting trees, giving meals, providing access to education, access to water. So um, yeah, so that's B1G1 and that's what we do. We help businesses embed effective giving in what they do. You know, in some ways, it's such a simple idea. And yet in other ways, you brought together a simple idea into a very complex situation mm -hmm. uh, in a global way. I'd like you to explain how you've organized impacts to make it easy for businesses to give. Mm. So um, let me give you an example. So when we look at some global issues, and we know those are important issues that we need to solve. But if we think about even like simple things like access to clean water, and to provide access to clean water to community of people who currently don't have access to water and they have to walk hours to you know every day to to collect water from uh, polluted lake or you know water sources. So this is the reality of people, and still um, nearly like seven hundred million people today don't have access to water. So if we thought that okay, we want to help solve this problem. But then when we think about and look at what needs to be done to bring access to clean water and then the methodology behind it, then perhaps like one way is to um, build a well in a community. And in order to do that, it could cost, let's say, $5,000, $6,000 you know, to build one well. And single business may not be able to go right away. Oh, we can fund that 
you know, and then fix that problem. We, we, we may not be able to do that. So in V1J1, what we do is we um, source and select and assess uh, organizations that are working on such issues and then um, look at uh, uh, their track record and their budgeting, financial management, and then come up with the cost breakdown. So if it was in the case of well, then one well may cost $5,000, but that well might last X number of years without you know, um, uh, too much maintenance. And then also we can look at the statistics about the number of people who live in the community. Um, and we can then break it down into the cost per person cost per year, cost per month, cost per day, and then reach um, small micro impact such as providing access to water to one person for one day is just one cent. And then if we then go to businesses and say, are you able to fund one cent for every coffee your cafe sells yeah. or every email you send out? You know, Can you actually give one cent to bring access to clean water to somebody's life? then it actually suddenly becomes so much easier. And so we want to have the system and platform that curate these high impact, carefully selected projects in a micro impact unit, and then also help businesses to actually embed that impact with business activities. And some businesses choose to do it in an automated way as well. So we always continuously think about how to actually make it so easy for businesses to go. Well, like, if it's so easy, we can actually do this and don't have to wait. We don't have to wait anymore. <laughs> you know, there's so much in what you say. I, so many people that you talk to look at the global issues and think, what can I do? I'm only one person. How can I deal with poverty? How can I ensure education? Mm -hmm. And I think you know, the, the relationship between, for example, clean water and education for many people may not be obvious. But if a, it's usually the children and the women who carry the water. Mm -hmm. uh, and if a child is spending four hours walking um, to the river to get dirty water and four hours back, then they can't be in education. So for me, one of the, the joys of it is by giving clean water, not only do you give the opportunity for people to live healthier lives mm. actually you release those children to then have the opportunity to go to education and then because your organization also provides educational opportunities it mm. dovetails so that you're giving people life chances that they would never have had yeah totally right and because um the problem that we face in the world is doesn't have a single answer. So it's always about this ecosystem of all different um, factors that interplay. And yes. so uh, even though we know that education is one of the most important things to unlock uh, people's potential you know, who are in yes. poverty, but at the same time, we cannot neglect access to nutrition, clean water, um, also you know, emotional, mental support, um, providing uh, support to people who have a certain traumas like all all of these things actually matter so much to create healthy and fulfilling communities where people can actually really thrive 
And then environmental factor also plays a part in that as well. So some you know, tree planting project, we think it's just about the trees and the trees are important. We know that, but at the same time, when we plant certain types of trees, like a fruit tree, it could potentially bring access to income generating opportunities to families. And as a result, we can enable families to also send their children to school. <laughs> so it's like all connected, um, all kinds of activities are connected. So um, our aim is to really inspire so many businesses doing different things uh, that care about the different issues and then to empower and inspire them to actually integrate the tangible action to create a positive impact, but do it also every day and regularly. There's so much to talk about, but we have to go for a short <laughs> break now. So please don't go away. We're going to uh, deep dive into the work of B1G1. And if you're a business person, start to think about how you could use it, not only to do great good in the world, but actually um, as part of your marketing tool too. So it's a win-win situation. So don't go away. They have your eyes, they have your ears, they have your smile. Now all they need is a little more of your time. Make a difference in your child's life, because anyone can be a father. It takes time to be a dad. Are you or a loved one struggling with addiction? Rancho Milagro Recovery is an accredited drug and alcohol addiction recovery program treating the whole person through their lifelong recovery process. Our process incorporates both medication-assisted treatment and psychological therapy to help all aspects of an individual's mind, body, and spirit. Our lavish accommodation sits on 60 acres of outdoor greatness where your privacy and discretion is our utmost concern. Find lasting recovery and walk away from addiction one step at a time. RanchoMilagroRecovery.com Welcome back. My guest today is Masami Seto, and we're talking about B1G1, Buy One, Give One. It's an amazing organization, and those of you that have been listening to the show know that I'm very proud to be a member of B1G1. One of the things that I'd like to explore in this section of the show, Masami, is how um, you have such an infrastructure that helps people have confidence that the projects that they're giving to are well run, that the money that people are donating will actually go to the projects and not into some fat cat's pocket. Can you talk us through how you choose your projects and mm -hmm. how you monitor your projects? Because I think many people, um, that's a concern when they give to charity. So um, in B1J1, we don't uh, focus on just having as many charity organizations as possible, you know, in our platform. But it is really about finding the right type of organizations that matches with this model of facilitating giving impact. So um, it naturally makes it quite challenging. And um, the best way for you to find out and anybody to find out about our criteria and our process is to for you to go to b1g1.org. 
And we have another website, b1j1.com, which talks about the business initiative. But b1j1.org, which is the giving arm of b1j1, has an independent board, which actually assesses all of the applications coming from different charity organizations. But fundamentally, we just need to make sure first that they meet the criteria we set. So that's um, available uh, on b1j1.org. But another part of it, other than uh, the organization that can check all of the criteria such as you know all the documentations the registration status audited accounts so that's kind of part of it but in addition to that what we do is to um, carefully bring in the organizations based on the impact breakdown like the project um, and then also demand and supply as well because um, when we are bringing in the new project in B1G1 we also want to make sure that the, all of the projects that are bringing in and then spending our effort and time on onboarding into the platform will actually um, raise enough support as well. So we are always looking at the demand and supply as well as monitoring the, uh, each of the project budget and how the um, funding from the B1G1 businesses are fulfilling the funding budget and then keeping the right balance because it's also important to ensure that the project we work with can um, gradually grow um, to achieve more. And so um, either underfunding or overfunding, you know, like it, we are keeping an eye on those uh, situations so we can actually take action before, uh, you know, there is too much money going into the project or not enough funding going in, then we will always look at how to support the project um, uh, as well. So uh, in a sense, this is kind of like a always um, a work in progress, um, but uh, we will also do an annual review of all the projects. So we are receiving the updates from project um, every quarter and then every year to ensure that the project activities are actually like growing. And then also um, we are making continuous updates on all of the projects that are listed in B1J1 on a regular basis. I think for me, that's one of the reasons why I chose this organization to work with because I have such confidence that you have in place the checks and balances to make sure that that the, the projects are required and that they're well run. I'd like to explore with you you know the sort of things that you put in place to make it so easy for businesses because your system has lots and lots of automated things that can mm. really make a difference. So can you share that with, with um, our listeners today? Mm. So I think um, many businesses actually do it differently. Like in the beginning, when we had the buy one, give one idea, then people said like, oh, how does it work? How are you going to automate uh, this? You know, in the beginning, it was quite challenging because every business would use different systems or different, uh, you know, they have different processes in their businesses. And to um, have a single model to work with all kinds of businesses was very, very challenging. Um, but today, uh, through the power of technology, we actually can do so much more. So, for example, B1J1 is one of the Zapier integrated apps, which means that B1J1 is giving a story, such as when you say every time we send uh, an email, we want to give access to water. 
or every time we have a Zoom call, we want to plant a tree, or every time somebody download an ebook, we want to help educate a child for one day. So when people come up with these giving stories, they actually can integrate this giving story where it's more than 5,000 apps that people are using and businesses are using. So Zoom is one of the examples. So uh, actually you can integrate Zoom with B1J1 giving story. So every time you actually do have a meeting on Zoom and complete the meeting, you can push that one tree to your giving card. You know, so um, so in that sense, like uh, B1J1 can offer automation today uh, with in, in so many different ways. Another thing is some businesses might go like, well, I actually want to set a budget, you know, and then target. And then every month uh, I want to give um, to these projects and create the impact. Then some companies might uh, choose to automate it in a form of monthly automated giving. And this one could be uh, quite useful. So, for example, if business want to do, like, let's say, carbon offset, and then uh, offset their office energy usage or uh, for each of the team member they have in their company, they want to um, uh, do certain giving to offset the carbon emission, then that kind of things they could just do automated monthly giving. And then you can just see the giving impacts accumulate as you continue to give. And the last part is like, uh, if businesses have team members and they want to invite their team in the giving portal and then um, issue something like impact token for on their birthdays, for example, oh, yeah. or anniversaries, <laughs> then they could actually um, set a date for the impact token as a special gift to go to the team member. And then the message would say, oh, you just received um, impact token worth this much and you can go to B1G1 and choose the impact you want to create. So in a sense, there are many ways to really like integrate the giving or simplify, automate or streamline the giving impact creation. Um, and not only that, all the giving that businesses actually do uh, can be converted into tangible um, impact measurement. So businesses can see like how many trees they planted in certain place or uh, how many days of education they plant planted or how many books they provided, how many bricks they've given to build schools. Or um, yeah, so in a sense, we try to make the giving activities as meaningful as possible. And I know that you have a, a, the opportunity for your impacts to automatically show up on your website so that your mm. customers and your suppliers and so on can also see what an impact that you're making. Mm. The other thing I like about it is that, you know, as you join, you get a, 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 a code. And if you encourage other people to join, then you get uh, to see how your impact has spread uh, by letting other people know. And, you know, if you're, again, if you're a businessman uh, or woman, then just think about how this could um, positively support your business while doing real good in the world. Mm. We've not finished yet, but we've got to go for a short break. So please don't go away. We're going to continue our, our exploration of B1G1, buy one, give one. So we'll see you again in a moment. This is a St. Jude moment. Ashton was a high-level athlete, and in a, an instant, your world flips. 
and your healthy five-year-old competitive cheerleader has a brain tumor. And the physician was like, your best option is St. Jude. Receiving treatment that was life-saving for our child and knowing that that treatment would be of no cost to us was a huge weight lifted. Learn more at stjude.org. Where are you headed? Uh, just gonna hang out. If any of your buddies ever pressure you to take a drink, just tell them you promised your dad you wouldn't. I promise. Love you too, Dad. They really do hear you. For tips on what to say, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Masami, when you first came up with the idea, mm -hmm. did you have an inkling that you would have a global organization that at its heart was helping not only you make a difference, but helping people around the world make a difference? Mm. Um, I didn't have a, you know, I didn't even imagine that the V1J1 was going to be like this. But um, before leading to V1J1, I did have an idea about what was really important in the world or in the business world, which was this ecosystem. Because um, uh, earlier on in my life, I spent about two years living with farmers in Japan. That's when I was trying to create a self-sustainable, like sufficient, self-sufficient life. And during that period, um, I actually learned that uh, creating abundance um, is actually really, really simple if we follow the law of nature, because nature have all the organism and all the elements that naturally um, create this sustainable abundance, like bees pollinating flowers or, you know, even the fungi network <laughs> underground and all those things are interplaying. So when I actually really thought about the business and our, our world, I realized that perhaps what's missing in the business world or global world is the way all these little dots to play a part in making things better and work better. So I saw the um, potential of business is actually making so much good to happen in the world. And V1J1 was a way to do so, to mobilize small businesses and everyday individuals to play a part in making uh, good things happen in the world. So I think now looking back, um, today's V1J1 is like an expression of that natural ecosystem, you know, like the businesses being little bees pollinating flowers. So in a sense, it's like as expected, but I think we can do so much more from here. You know, I think so many people feel helpless when they watch the news and they see famine or they see people who are struggling because of health issues or um, clean water or, or in an environment that's becoming desert because uh, people have, um, have just denuded the earth. And one of the things that strikes me at the power of what you've created is my little contribution mm. is actually worth much more when it is part of a much bigger contribution. Yes. That, and you talk about bees and pollinating. And I think the other thing that strikes me is that all of the projects that I've looked at and the ones that we donate to are designed to give people the power ultimately to start helping themselves. Hmm. rather than just here you are and patting them on the head and here's you know here's some charity and we'll we'll look after you it's about helping people to um to develop the the health and the skills 
um, to support themselves. You know, there's a saying, isn't there? I give a man a fish, it feeds him for a day. I give him a fishing rod and I feed him for life. And that seems to me very much the principle on which B1G1 is built. Mm. Yes. Um, and then the best part of this uh, work is when people who initially received some help um, actually become the ones to give in the later part of the journey. And so I've seen so many times that um, children who received the scholarship or women who had opportunity to start a business, when we ask them what they uh, what their dreams are now, then many of them said that they want to help others. And so that's the kind of best part of it when we can actually create a place where we can all express our giving spirit. That's create a giving culture and that's good for business, good for the communities and good for the world. You know, we often talk about having a win-win situation, but I think, you know, you could almost go win-win-win-win-win with B1G1 because so many different factors come together and there's the opportunity for everybody to gain. Now we're at the last few minutes of the show. How can people um, join B1G1? How can they find out more about it? Where should they go? So um, anybody can visit B1G1.com. Uh, and find out more. And then also, if you are interested in connecting with me, then you can find me on LinkedIn as well. <laughs> so b1g1.com, that's capital B and the number one, capital B, the number one, actually as the numeral, not as a word, uh, .com. Now, I'd love to hear from you and know which of uh, the themes that we have on the show that you enjoy and whether there are other themes that you would enjoy. So please email me at Gina, G-I-N-A, at genuinely-u.com. That's genuinely-u.com. You'll find lots and lots of resources, free and paid, on the website, genuinely-u.com, um, and all of my books are on Amazon. So, Masami, thank you so much once again for joining us. It's been an absolute delight. Thank you. Thank you very much for being uh, listeners on the show and do join us on the next show. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.